Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. Hi, I'm Beth. If you're anything like me, you didn't go into marriage thinking that you would get divorced. But that's where I found myself. Now I'm helping single divorce moms find support, solidarity, and strength from within when they get divorced. I'm so excited that you're here. This is So I Got Divorced. Let's get to it. Hey, welcome back. It's me, Beth. I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden it's fall. I am sitting here recording. I am wrapped up in a blanket. I have my sweater on and I'm still like my hands are frozen and I'm in Pennsylvania. So it's like officially fall now. And not that long ago, it was, you know, just kind of mild, but it's like frosty in the mornings. It was like 27 degrees Fahrenheit this morning whenever I got up. I've had to like scrape my the ice off my car lately just to get going in the morning. I guess it makes sense. We've had a very mild October and actually the leaves on the trees are just now sort of falling off and changing color. So it's like we have this extended fall. So I really can't complain too much. I'm just hoping to adjust a little bit quicker to the cold weather. In the last episode, I was recounting some things that led up to me leaving my ex. And actually, so my story, like that part of my story is really more about me leaving and not as much about the divorce itself. But I still think it's really important to share because it's, one, it's part of my story. And two, it's almost like I can't believe parts of my story actually happened. So in the last episode, I was explaining that there was an event that happened and it it led me to leave, physically leave my house. I took my son And for the next couple of weeks, I ended up staying with my parents. And in that time, I had to call the police again because my ex kept showing up. And let me be clear, and let me just say that before I got involved with my ex in any way, I had never had any involvement with calling the police, talking to the police, any involvement in the court system. And after I met my ex, I called the police many times. I was in court many times and not just for the divorce. And so that was just like an added level of stress and, you know, sort of shame that I had because I was having to reach out to other people to help me in a way that didn't really make sense. It was very clear that my ex was not going to leave me alone and that I had to have some intervention. And as soon as I left physically, I knew that I was getting a divorce. It wasn't a a question anymore. I had been thinking about it a little bit before I left, but 
it was like this one event really solidified those feelings that I was having and it really made my decision so much easier. After I left, I decided that I needed to get an attorney because I knew that the person that I was dealing with was going to be really difficult. And I knew that I needed someone, I guess on some level, I sort of knew that the person I was dealing with was very smart in some ways, like very, very intelligent. But in other ways, I knew that the way they could manipulate information in a way that served themselves was so cunning that I knew I was going to need someone to really step up to the plate, really advocate for me. And so I went through the process of getting an attorney, which was something I never thought I would have to do. But I really knew that I knew that I was going to have to have someone else involved to help me figure out custody, to figure out my divorce, to figure out all of the things that come with the divorce. So I got an attorney and I actually had to file for a protection from abuse order which was something that was that I had never done before. In Pennsylvania, you can get a protection from abuse order, which is similar to a restraining order, but it is specifically for people you have a relationship with. So it can be a spouse, it could be a family member, so someone that you've had a relationship with. And that process is... <sighs> kind of wild in that you have to petition for the order. You have to go before a judge and explain in front of the judge and in front of complete strangers why you should be given a temporary PFA. And then if you are granted one, you go back to court and have like a trial where you basically are presenting your case in front of a judge so that they can determine whether you get a permanent PFA or not. And the range of length of the PFA can range from, you know, three days or whatever, like days to months. And it doesn't really go past three years, I don't think. Also, during that time, I was filing for divorce. So there was a lot going on. And there was a lot going on in my own world where I was still very stressed out. I was very confused. I was trying to process everything. I was trying to just have my day-to-day life going on and and show up for work and do my work. So in Pennsylvania, you have to wait a year after you separate to actually have all the paperwork go through and for something like permanent to, to be said about your divorce. And so we were, I had filed and then I was just sort of in this waiting period of, a year before anything could really move forward. But I remember we had to have a a meeting with the divorce master, which it's so funny because some of the names of jobs people have, like divorce master is just very funny to me. And I always pictured the divorce master wearing like a wizard's hat. It was a little bit of a disappointment whenever I showed up and it was just like a normal person. But we had this meeting with the divorce master who helped us figure out what was happening with all of our things, basically. And at the end of that meeting, we basically were divorced. And I remember my attorney just turning to me and shaking my hand and saying, congratulations, you're divorced. At the time, I remember feeling happy 
and somewhat relieved because it meant that I was no longer legally connected to this person anymore. But at the same time, I was very unsure about what my future was going to look like. And I knew that this person would still be involved in my life to some degree because of my son. So it was a lot of, a lot of mixed feelings. But mostly, I mean, that's my story about what happened when I left and things leading up to the divorce. And so I think it's really important to just know that obviously everyone's story is different. Everyone has their own reasons for divorce. I am coming, I'm approaching divorce from the perspective of it was my choice. It was my decision to pursue the divorce. And so I don't know what it's like when you're not the one that's initiating the divorce or if there's been some sort of like infidelity or something traumatic to your relationship. But this isn't to say that what I went through wasn't difficult and that it wasn't traumatic in its own way. And I think that when I think back on it all, it's super unfortunate that it had to happen this way, but I don't regret any of it. I know that if things had not played out like this, like I wouldn't have had this opportunity to really turn my life around and give my life a lot of introspection and to be able to really look critically at why I do things and how I do them. And getting a divorce really gave me an opportunity to grow as a person and to become an even better version of who I was. I'm like Beth (laughs) 2.0 after my divorce. Like I was Beth 1.0 before and then after definitely version 2.0. And it really, it helped me in so many ways up-level my life. And I owe so much to that experience. It was really hard. (laughs) It was really stressful. As a reminder, I have a Facebook group that I started that's also called So I Got Divorced. And it's a place where we can support each other, where you can just be there and know that you're not alone. And it's just a place for for mutual support. Because divorce is really hard. And we'll get through this together. I want to remind you that you are enough, you are worthy, and you are loved. I can't wait to see you here next time. Until then. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to So I Got Divorced so that you don't miss an episode. And follow me on Instagram at So I Got Divorced. See you next time. Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com slash safety.